Hello, I'm Martin Mercer. And I'm James Mastriani. You've never heard of us. We're two Brits who grew up in North London and have had varying success in the film and television industry. In our ever-advancing age, we find ourselves on... The The Wrong Wrong Side side of of Hollywood. In our series of podcasts, we'll share our experiences of what it's like being a British bloke living and working... Or not. ...in the biz. We'll discuss everything from fish and chips to things that wind us up. So stay with us. It's all uphill from here. This podcast may contain strong language. If you're of a sensitive nature or easily offended, we invite you to, as they say in Blighty, jog on. Coffee? Yes, please. Excellent. Are you recording? I am. Excellent. Good lad. Happy New Year. Gone hey fat Gone hey fat fat. Oh. <laughs> Gone hey fat toy. How long have you been doing this? Years. Mm. Yes, year of the rabbit. Yes. Let's uh, see, it's a bit of a strange year so far, but I, with the coffee I brought, because it's gone now, because it's the new year, Chinese new year, and um, thank you, I have brought what, now I, in my deafness, I'm a bit mutton today, pardon, is um, these, now I thought these were called white ghosts. (laughs) Quite old. (laughs) White <laughs> little white ghosts, yeah. Because I and, and I even did a post on Facebook about. I know it looks like a rather, it looks like a long fried knob, doesn't it? Basically, um, but basically, if you can imagine. I, by the way, I just uh, put alcohol in my hand, so. Um, but Most and you would, drink it. Do you? Oh, do you have a toaster oven? Do you have mm-hmm. something? Um, a toaster Table. oven, ladies and gentlemen, is. A device that we don't have in Britain. It's basically a very small portable box. It's basically like a toaster, but yeah. on its side. And and it's if you get a cheap one, which we have, yeah. uh, it's incredibly hot. Yeah, and no, it's great. It, it warms everything up from pizza to toast. I know, but it's just, it's just a massive fire yeah. hazard. You've got this box that's just like having your own little nuclear facility. <laughs> like having an oven. In, but that's why it's called a toaster oven. Yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah. I mean, the fact you know, I made a mistake once of t- touching it. Oh, on the on the outside. On yeah, and it, I was just like, how can this be? How can you release this device uh, into the population? Well, I guess uh, I guess most people blood. read the instructions okay, that say you know don't touch the outside well, no, while it's on. No, I know. I mean, it's all, <laughs> I I thought somehow anyway. But it's a great device. Do you have one? I don't have one. Oh, fucking useless, aren't you? <laughs> oh, my God. You see, you How am I going to hate these? Well, we I could, have to go back into my house now. I could nuke it. No. For like 10 well, seconds. All right. Well, you have to try this. It's, called, right. it's not called a white ghost, by the way. It's called a fried ghost. A fried ghost. A fried ghost. And basically... Basically, it's like a donut. It's, it's, it's a long um, phallus-shaped uh, donut, basically, but it's not sweet. It's, um, what's the opposite of sweet? Just sour is the opposite of sweet, but it's not that. It's just savoury. Savoury. Sour. Yeah. <laughs> you said what's the opposite of sweet? I suppose so, yeah. All right, I'm going to put this in for 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, yeah. Uh, I'm... It's not the same. Oh, no. Fuck. I knew I should have heated it at my house. Absolutely. Much use as an ashtray on a motorcycle. Actually, I'm going to do 15 seconds. Um, but anyway, so I want you to try that. Let's cut it in half. 
I've now, if you're Chinese, I'm like... You have the big one. Uh, if you're Chinese, like my wife is, you just get a pair of scissors. Oh, no, dude. No. That's terrible. He's literally, it's got the consistency of a soaked bog roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, just, I'm sure it tastes good. Oh. Tell you what, tell you what. Here, you know, I've got to, I gotta take gonna it into the house. It, I'm going to stick it on the toaster. I'll stick it on the toaster, but we have to watch it. Oh, God. So tragic. A simple. I just thought I'd bring these in. It would be a simple case of eating them up, and it's turned into a bright palaver. I thought he'd like to try some of my buns as well, James. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the Momo Bakery uh, in Alhambra, which is in Los Angeles, an area called Alhambra, and that is a very Asian. Do you um, realise you're killing them for recording with that? You're rustling it right in front of the mic. Right, so it's like I'm burning. Yeah, not only that. <laughs> <laughs> OK. That's, uh, that's not good. No, I, oh, you've put them in there. Oh, OK. There's, well, all right, there's hope for you yet. Well, I don't want to burn them. That's yeah, the New Kingdom was such a bad idea. No, it was all right. It just becomes soggy, is all. Hmm. Not really. But anyway, the great thing about them... Is it like a donut? They're crispy, uh, oh, not like the soft sog roll. This is still um, a bit. This isn't. I mean, it's warm, but it's 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 still a bit on the sog side. Oh mate, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna have to put these in the toast oven. Will you bear with me? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I will pause the recording while okay. you've gone. Okay. Uh, well, you didn't come prepared, did you? No, you didn't. <laughs> From. Uh, from soggy sausage to firm crispy delight. <laughs> All right, you get that one. Yep. I'll get, I'll get, ooh, there you go. See, yeah. it's crispy now. No, I told you. The only trouble is, James, is that the coffee is, it seems very milky. Uh, I might have put some in, but I can top it up. There's, there's more. Pour, oh. pour some in. Yeah, thanks. Pour some now, in. Now, Dunk, is it this one? No, that's the kettle. This one? That one. Oh, the one with Mr. Coffee on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. Oh, oh, sorry. All right, I'm going to dunk. Right. Yes, yeah, nice and crispy. Okay. Soon let me know what you think. Come on. Soon around. Hot too. I'm burning my fingers. Yeah. I kind of. I kind of want it to have a. A sugary taste to it. Right. It's like eating a donut without any. Sugar. Yeah. Without any sugar. Yeah, but don't you, isn't that nice? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it smells good. I'm going to do it without dunking it. Okay, try it without dunking, but. Yes, you see, you're speaking from a Guaylo's perspective. Right. And because I'm half Asian, uh -huh. um, basically by marriage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, it, it's an acquired taste. But no, if you imagine this, you know what they do in, in places of the Far East? For breakfast, they'll make a porridge, right. which oh. is not like our porridge, right. uh, Western porridge. It's actually made of, um, it's a chicken broth. It's got rice in it. Right. And it's actually very, it's like Jewish penicillin. It's actually very good for you. All right. You know, chicken soup, right? Yeah. So it's basically like that. And, um, and they'll have this and they'll cut it up. And they'll and it will be in the soup, or they'll dunk it in for breakfast. It's very nice, and it's kind of like a, it's more of a healthy. I mean, it's fried, right. so it's not that healthy, but it's more of a healthy version in. of a donut. Mm. But so you're not clean. No, you are. Huh? Oh, you very like nice. it. Okay. He said you it's didn't... kind of like a churro without the sugar. Yeah, 
That's that's true. And without the star shape, it's more dong shape. Dong. <laughs> as opposed to the Sorry, star. Sorry. <laughs> so we were talking about the flavour, and then dong came into it. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, so there we go. And I do have these other buns, um, but maybe we can try those later. Sure. But there's sort of um, when you go to the bakeries. Britain was in China for many years. Right. You know, so we, a lot of those influences. We helped them get onto opium so we could steal their tea. Um, and our influence spread far and wide. And you can see any architecture and so on and so forth. But when you see the bakeries here, if you go to Monterey or, or the uh, Alhambra, right. um, you'll see the bakeries. And when you look at the goods, it will remind you of what you see in Britain. Mm. It's kind of like a, a reflection of the British culture. Okay. But then it has the Asian influence. It will have taro root in there, you know, and it's kind of, that, that's more like a Swede tasting, uh, not a Swedish person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they taste like. And Martin's <laughs> fourth year of the rabbit has gone down a rabbit hole. So, oh. anyhow, um, so how are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Yeah. You know, um, I wanted to discuss, um, there's the beginning of the year, work is a bit slow. But you're um, working. Hmm? you just got some work. Well, yeah, I've got a little job, a on, horror film. On? Spill? Hold on. <laughs> Notice I gave you the Pink Floyd mug today. Oh, I didn't see that. Ah. Sorry. I was too involved in my own ideas and thoughts, as usual. <laughs> um, immortal remains. It's um, the 50th anniversary this oh, March. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're playing. You said they're playing no, at the no, Bowl? I was hoping, no, no. I was oh. hoping they were going to be playing... Hollywood Bowl. No. Hmm. When they released it in London in 1973, uh, EMI did a deal with the Planetarium. And they did a show, a light show, yeah. did a show yeah. to the full 42 Yeah, you're minutes. talking about Planetarium in Los Angeles here. No, I'm talking about in oh, London. Oh, London Planetarium. And Ooh. in that article that I posted mm. on Facebook, they were saying that they might want to do the same thing again for the 50th anniversary. Right. So I immediately went onto the Griffith Park Observatory website, and there's nothing in there about it. I remember when I first got here to Los Angeles, mm. they had it. Right. That was part of the planetarium experience, and I didn't see it for some strange reason. Nobody else saw it except me. Right. And well, you're just I was sad, hoping... aren't you? Yeah. yeah, thanks. I didn't see it either. But, I just had to. No, but, I was, <laughs> I, but I'm curious because they've, they've remastered it, and they're doing a full Dolby Atmos version mm. of all the tracks. So I can imagine what that would sound like in, in the auditorium listening to, you know, yeah. with all the stars and everything. So I was thinking... Bit of a wacky backy. I, I hope they do it because I'd love to see that. Mm. And I, according to my post, a lot of other people would like to see it as well. Right. So, of course, there's nothing on their calendar for right. Mark. But LA's like that, isn't it? Don't you think? I hate to say it, but if you think about New Year... Even Chinese, you know, it's, it's, there's no real big celebration here. Yeah. Even New Year's, uh, they just project it onto, a, onto the city hall. Right. It's, it's so weird. And yet, you go throughout LA, there's fireworks everywhere, yeah. illegal fireworks, because they're illegal, yeah. but you'd never know. No. Uh, but why are they illegal? Well, obviously, because we're, uh, first of all, it's a very high drought area. Yeah, exactly. So one f- errant firework landing in the bushes or on top of that roof, that you're fucked, basically. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. But it doesn't stop these people buying and importing these horrendously powerful explosives, basically. Yeah. My wife, her family lives in East Los Angeles, and there, it literally, it's like a war zone. I mean, you're literally cars driving around, setting up these huge... Fireworks that should be fired 100 feet up into the air, right. you know, are on the ground. Right. 
um, these massive bangs, and, it, and it's just like, you know, it's like a Fallujah war zone, it's ridiculous. And yet the city doesn't do anything, you know, mm. there's no celebration as such. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty it's sad. Bit, it is sad. So in, in going back to your planetarium idea, that that's, well, they no, should do something. I, I think, but that's the thing, they had something at the planetarium, yeah. and then of course it went away and what have you. Mm. Now it's the 50th anniversary of that album. Right. And it's like, there's nothing about it. Yeah. So I kind of, yeah, not they're going to listen to me, but are you guys doing anything? Yeah. Because that would be fantastic to see. Yeah, it would be. And here. Yeah, it would be a good idea. So, Or even at the Hollywood Bowl. At least that's, you know, that's kind of open. Yeah. If it's not too smoggy, you can see the stars. <laughs> sure. You know, you've got that open atmosphere. It'd be very cool. When that it would lasers. be cool. You know, that anyway. That would be cool. I'd, I'd be interested I, to see I would see, I would see it. I would but, see it. No, but um, anywho, so do, beginning of the year, so got a little bit of work on uh, this horror film. Working for somebody who's a writer, very well-known writer in the horror field. He's written many of the Conjuring films and the Annabelle films about a doll. And even though these films are not on everybody's radar, these are movies that are made for about fifteen million dollars, and they make. Millions. I mean, I think Annabelle 2, Annabelle Creation, was made for 15 to 20 million. Yeah. And when you put advertising in, you're looking at about 30 million. And this film at the box office, like 60, 70 million dollars. Yeah. I mean, horror just works. If you do it correctly, now, I mean, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of those movies myself. I right. like a different kind of horror. Yeah. But those movies make money. Anyway, this writer has written those. Did you see Megan? I haven't. Did you see it? No, I haven't seen it. No. And and it's. Did you see the, the Facebook thing, Harry and Megan? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. I With him holding that. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh, no, it was really cool because I thought the trailers looked interesting. Mm. Silly, but interesting. Yeah. And my immediate thought was, oh, it's another Annabelle remake. Mm. And there was a lot of hate for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've got a friend of mine who directs a lot of horror movies himself, and he posted... A friend you've never mentioned to me. Yeah, well... Um, Dark Secrets of James. More, more of an acquaintance. Oh, I see. Uh, a former, friend! A friend! Uh, anyway, he went to see it and raved about it, said it was really good. He said, right. really silly. Yeah. But just a lot of fun. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, unless the movie's absolutely freaking dreadful... Yeah. You can have fun horror. Yeah. You can have silly horror, well, totally. That, but you see, Violent Night. Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, I wanted, I, to see wanted I wanted to see it. Well, it's on Peacock. Lonnie was, she was like, oh, I don't know if I want to see it. And I kind of want to see it at Christmas in the movie theater. Right, yeah. And we never got around to it. And it came out on Peacock. And I was Which like, I don't oh, have. Brilliant. Well, I can, I can show it to you. It's Santa Claus meets Die Hard. Right. And, I, and that's an analogy that's been said before. That's what's been, right. That's the, uh, what they call it, not the tagline. No, it? but it's what people are, are yeah. calling it. And it's a lot of fun. It's mm. like, you, yeah, it's very, very violent. Oh. Hence the title. Right. Um, so I wouldn't let Lucas see it yeah. for another few years. No. But it's fun, and Dave Harbour's brilliant. He's really, really good. No, he's great. And I think when I first watched Stranger Things 1, you're immediately drawn to him. His character is so... It could have been such a pastiche, such a written off and a failure. But he, his face and his ability to bring that character... And I say that character because, of course, I've forgotten the bloody name of it. (laughs) Uh, Stranger Things, and it was Hopper. Hooper. Hooper? Hopper. Hopper. Is it? Hooper? Hopper. We'll edit this. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, him. 
what is in (laughs) Stranger Things. Uh, And he brings such a clear reality to it. And and you just straight away, you're with him. And so when I saw that he was in this violent night, I was like, oh, I've got to see it. And that star power, you see, and he's not a big star. But that's the power of a good actor. And horror needs that. Plus he was in the Marvel movie... um, uh, oh God! <laughs> it's so tragic, isn't it? A fucking Alzheimer's situation. Oh my God! <sighs> Black Widow. Black Widow. Okay, yeah. I'm not and saying he that. Was, he played the father, and he was brilliant and very yeah. funny. Yeah. Brilliant. So you, you it, and it's like um, uh, what's her name as well? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the lady who actually she was in a film which I'm very happy to have worked on called Electric State, which is for Netflix. Uh, coming soon. When did um, you, and you always bring out these titles of things that you've worked on, but you I, know, well, we only I, live I, like twenty feet away from each other. And, 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 and well, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? Here I am in the wrong side of Hollywood, and yet in my little tiny office, which is like no bigger than a toilet, <laughs> basically, <laughs> I've been lucky enough yeah. to work boarding this huge fucking project that's going to be seen yeah. someday and and it's just it's so weird to me and, and in a way that is a kind of a magic of Hollywood that you know all these little places of industry happening that does bring me joy that little kind of magic happening in, in places you wouldn't expect it to be but yeah it works on Electric State and her name's Millie Bobby Brown and yeah, Millie Bobby Brown she's, brilliant. she's fucking awesome yeah. and again when you saw Stranger Things when yeah. I started watching that and you see this kid yeah. and she's straight with the shaved head Mm-hmm. And first of all, you know, she's very young. I think she was. And she's a, British too. And she is well. Ah, I can correct you there because oh. her parents are British. She was born in Portugal, I believe. Ah, yes, that's true. Yeah, but so she is British. I mean, it's like Lucas. But Lucas, you hear, you hear her talking, and she's got a British accent. Oh. You've heard her in yeah. real life. Yeah, because on all the interviews for Stranger oh, Things. Oh, interesting. Well, mate, well, it's, that's fascinating because Lucas, my son, was born here in America, but he did have a British accent, and then, of course, he started going to school, mixing right. with a hoi polo. Well, it was the same with Carl. And would you bloody, you know. Carl was born here, and yeah. he, in the same hospital as Lucas. Yeah. And for the first four years of his life, he had this wonderful Californian little boy accent. Oh, hello, the police have arrived. Oh, here we go. There's a, one of the soundtracks of Los Angeles is the ever-present helicopters. And have you ever seen a film called Grand Canyon? Yes, I have. Uh, which makes a big point of that. And actually, a lot of people forget that movie. But it's very L.A. Oh, yeah. It shows all the problems, which, quite frankly, have never been resolved no. to this day. And that was back in early 90s. Yeah. I can remember seeing that in the U.K. Yeah with our respective girlfriends back then. Oh, that's true. And I remember that they make a point of the fucking ghetto birds, as they're called. And it's like... (laughs) And the last time I heard the sound, I remember when you introduced me to Pink Floyd, playing it on your record. Oh, yeah, with the word. And again, it was... You want it! Yes, you want it! You know, and that just stuck with me. And then you're in this environment, that's all you fucking hear. Especially when you're in an urban area like this. Actually, my first experience was me and the lads from Image Animation was a makeup effects company in Britain. We were here shooting a classic movie called Waxworks 2 Lost in Time. Now, I said, ah, because for a fucking millisecond I forgot the name of the bloody (laughs) film. And it was Waxworks who lost in time. We were shooting on the Universal Backlot, mm. the old Backlot that mm. they've actually... I think it's still there. I know they got rid of a lot of it, but it was... Well, the a lot of it burned down. Yes. I'm not sure when that was, 
but we were there in 92 yeah. uh, on the universe back we were shooting where they shot all the original universal horror yeah. movies yeah. and we were doing a sequence can't remember what it was but anyway when we had arrived at the airport and we were driving and I remember looking out the window and we were driving from LAX all the way to uh, our apartments uh, near Universal and it was a low budget film so there was like six of us in a two bedroom apartment it was hilarious <laughs> but on the way I can remember looking out seeing this searchlight and I saw police with shotguns crouching by this building and I just glimpsed it like a passenger you know was in the van just whooshing and I was like fucking hell and this was Los Angeles 92 you a know, lot of shit went down in 92 in Los I, Angeles I know with the riots and everything yeah. but this was after the riots after you see those titles yeah. LA Burns and the right. Daily Mail and I remember just glimpsing that image mm. and in a way tremendously fearful but in another way a sense of excitement right because we don't have that anymore well, you, you don't. Oh, we didn't. Well, more, no, we didn't. There's mm. a bit more now, mm. I'm afraid. But yeah, anyway, so just to go with the helicopter sound. But anyway, Grand Canyon and... Why, why the fuck did well, it get onto that? Oh, you heard the heli... Reel me back in. To where we were talking yeah, about yeah, with, yeah. with Carl and Lucas was... You know, yeah, Carl the American grew, accent. The right. American accent. Yes, then yes, when, yes. when his mother and I got divorced back yeah. then, Oh, hello. She... <laughs> he lived in England for <laughs> yeah. two or three years. And right. his California accent went away. yes. And he sounded like Harry Potter. Yes. It's yeah. crazy. And then he goes and lives in Spain. Yeah. And then he has a Spanish accent. Right. So it's amazing how they adapt. But yeah, going back to Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Have you seen Enola Holmes? Well, no, I haven't. Because she's very, in that. All right, very quickly, as you're talking about her, yeah. she, what's in, of interest to me especially is that apparently she is deaf in one ear. Hey. Now, well, being... Uh, now see now that's interesting because I worked on a film and I a friend of mine and it was it was Suicide Squad and a friend of mine who was a lead storyboard artist and introduced me to the director David Eyre I think an amazing director and once he'd done his service in the military he started writing scripts mm. and he did the two cops in Los Angeles uh, oh Training Day Training Day he wrote Training, he wrote training Day, day. Okay. yeah he didn't direct it Anton Fuqua I believe yeah. directed it and that's an awesome film it's actually shot that's, not far I still haven't, my... still haven't seen it. You haven't seen no, it? I haven't seen it. You see, yeah. You're wasting your time with all this fluff, this Marvel fluff. I like You've Marvel fluff. You've got to go fluff. and see Training Day, mate. I will see Training Day. And it's actually shot not far from where me right. and Sal used to live, actually, yeah. in East LA. But anyway, so he was a tough guy, but he's a good guy. And But my first meeting with him, my friend Andy Garcia Price, who was the head storyboarder, I said, oh, this is Marty's hard of hearing, which I am. I, have, I wear hearing aids, I've got a hearing problem, and uh, ringing ears. And, and the first thing he turned around, he goes, huh? Huh? Like that. As I, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. Anyway, so Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. um, <laughs> she, uh, she has no hearing in one ear. Oh, wow. And I'm just thinking, first of all, now I'm not having a go at you here. You did the huh, and I do the huh, as well. It's a common thing to do. But hearing, because it's invisible, yeah. and I'm thinking, here's this actress. She's fucking successful. She's bloody great. And she's very young too. And she's really young. And the girl, the woman, sorry, she can only hear in one ear. She does her lines. I think that's amazing. Now, unfortunately, on Electric State, I never got to meet her because I was in the bunker working away. But I would have loved to have just shown admiration and just say, you've done this and you you can only hear in one ear. And it's yeah. just, anyway, I, I just think that's fantastic. But yeah, she's another person who you watch something, you go, this is going to be good. Yeah. Whatever the subject, it's going to be good. Yeah, no, I agree. So the other thing I wanted to touch on was uh, The Last of Us. 
Oh, yes. What Would do you, you think? Well, I've been... Go on, what do you think first? So I can machine gun your opinion. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. And, and I haven't played the game. No, nor have I. So, no, no. you know, when people read a book and then they make a movie of the book mm. and people are, oh, it's terrible, it's nothing like the book. Well, I've not played the game, so I'm coming in fresh. And it's, yeah, it's another dystopian future with uh, Walking Dead finishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Which I the, never saw. I mean, you saw all of that, right? I, I have, and I'm still watching the final season at the moment. I mean, I like that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, me too. I love it. I enjoyed it. It's nice to see the Mandalorian in a different role. What's his, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. He's, 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 he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but he's not what you would call an American kind of movie star. But you know who he reminds me of? Who? Charles Bronson. He does a little in bit. In that kind of energy. Where's the moustache you know? and, the, and the, the hair? Well, yes. On a, Are you on talking a, about in this movie? Uh, no. I mean, this show. I, I'm talking more about how he comes across as an actor, mm. not as a person. I don't right. know him as a person. Yeah. We don't know him as a person. But as an actor, his presence is very Charles bronson I, that's that's how so, I see it. So what did you think of... Uh, I, I really thought the opening sequence was excellent yeah. because we've seen all this stuff so much now, the right. apocalypse, and I love all the apocalypse, and we're living in the apocalypse and yeah. the, the shit that's going on at the moment. It's, it's hard not to really feel akin to that and also get tired of it. Yeah. But the way they did it, now I've... Like it, was very, you, it was very World War Z in that. Yes, it was. In how it just rapidly it goes pear-shaped. Yeah, yeah I, I think... I think we should drill down into that. <laughs> One of those horrible sayings like, uh, kind of reach out. Every time somebody says, reach out, I think, reach out and touch me. Down personal G. Is it yeah. personal G's? Uh, anyway. Reach out and touch faith, yeah. Personal oh, there we go. <laughs> I, I'm just tragic, <laughs> aren't I? Just, no, Reel your no, back in, no mate. because it's, it's connected. Because the thing is, is that uh, with that apocalypse, if they did it very well, there's that fantastic stuff in the truck. Yeah. Now, apparently that's very much like the game. Okay. Uh, the game which was designed by very talented guys at Naughty Dog and they created The, uh, the Last of Us and I think it was with Sony PlayStation okay. as well and I worked for Sony many yeah. years ago on a game but what they did was fantastic but I've not played it like you so I think all that was beautiful and then boom they do this cut 20, 20 years later. and it's 20 years later and uh, it never lives up to the beginning. No. Well, uh, it's all, to be fair, I think a lot of it's set up for what's to come. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to watch it all. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, I'm no, there. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. invested. Is, was it me or did you find that? No, it was fast, 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 and then it just went... Yeah. Uh, and there was some Sag. Stuff. Yeah. And I'm I not think, talking about a union. <laughs> but I, Screen Actors Guild. I, I enjoyed it. And I understand why they do it, because mm. you can't have, you know, 90 minutes of full-on action without no, some respite. No, But you've still got to set up all these other characters. Yeah. You know. And so- also, I was confused, because of the, the African-American girl in the beginning who was superb. Yeah. Who she gets the, the daughter that spoilers. Gets, she yes. gets killed. But yeah. if you play the game, that that happens in the game apparently. Yeah. And then there's an older African American girl. Yeah. And you think it's her. And we think, up. oh, is she? Oh, she survived. She survived. Yeah. And of course she didn't. No. And no, it wasn't that. It was just because she was of an age. Right. That she could have been yes. the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I also found the settings afterwards, this post-apocalyptic setting. I was like, well, okay, well, this fungus, which is, what was it, coprophiliac or something? So I don't know the name. I think that's shagging the dead, actually, coprophiliac. <laughs> no, I've got that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's something else. 
<laughs> anyway, cop pro uh, something. Yeah. But it's a horrible thing. But you see, I, I love the setup of that. That when oh, they start off in the seventies, and they say, "Yeah, no, it's not all this stuff that's going to kill you. It's the fungus, and all it takes is the world to warm up a few mm. degrees, and then the thing adapts, all right, and can live in the human host." Mm. You know, mm. anything. I think they explain it like anything over ninety-five degrees. Mm. As funguses, they die. Mm. Or fungi, I mm. should say, they die. I love horror and everything, but that one fungus fucking yeah. scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And when I first saw no mushrooms few, for you, then. Huh? Well, I love mushrooms on toast. <laughs> <laughs> and every, ever since then, I, I look at if I make a, I look at a mushroom, I I'm, I'm just saying, oh, is it going to be like the thing? Right. I'm going to have this mushroom and say, this fucking mushroom's going to explode and take me over and turn me into a, a coprophiliac zombie or whatever it is. Well, not copper anyway. Anyway. But, um, so I've always been shit scared of that and seeing the ants where the fucking thing just yes. makes the ant climb to the top of this fucking tree mm-hmm. and I'm going to thrust my fungus root through its skull and I'm going to pop. It's just horrible. Yeah. You can make it up. That would have been a good visual for them to do. But they, well, that's do the, they? Do that, they do it in... Because remember, they have all these different variants. Right. They had some really good reveals in the show where... They're going through the underground tunnels to get there, and they've got that person up against the wall with all the fungus coming out. Yeah, beautifully like made. Yeah, really nice. I just thought the reveal of that could have been. Anyway, I well, think. I don't it... know. I mean, she goes into a darkened room, she turns around, and it's right there on the fucking wall. I mean, that, okay, that's, a, that's maybe a pretty... I'll, I'll have a re look at that. I mean, it, yes, it's and a jump scare, but it's. You know, it, 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 it might effective. have been because I'd seen the image before. Right. You've got to be so careful now. There's yeah. so many times you see this shit, and by the time you see the movie, yeah. it, you're spoiled. So that's probably what it was. But, you know, it's funny you mention that about the, the beginning because. In the game, it's all through spores, right. which is would be in real life. Sure. That fungus, spores. Yeah. But they changed it for the thing because in the game, they're all wearing masks. So if you don't want to get infected, you just put a mask on right. and you're, you're sorted. So what they did, they changed it to um, they have to attack another body and they pass it on through tendrils. Right, yes. But when I saw that old woman open her mouth of the tendrils, I just thought of the last invasion of body snatchers. Right. Yeah. I just thought, no. And that, I wasn't happy with that either. And now I love the thing they did, the soft focus background. You see the old granny sitting there and she's like this. She goes, eh, yeah. eh, and you think, And she's just in the background. Yeah, she's soft in the background. Yeah, and that was just brilliant. And, that's just like, and you're like, whoa, yeah. that's really fucking creepy. But I, I would have loved to have seen suddenly this fucking fungus just coming through a head, even if it was soft in the background. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. As opposed to suddenly, the next thing you see, she's eating these... I was like, nah, it's too zombie. Yeah, ah. yes, you're right. I think it would have been great if you could see it infecting rather than eating. Yeah. Because then, as you said, it's just another zombie film. Yeah. Look, they got the whole thing to go through. They were like, look, we do this prologue and then boom, we're into it. Yeah. But I think it would have been interesting to even to have had looking at the plate and it's infected the food right. that she's been... Something to make you think, Ugh, that you didn't want to look at any... Right. Something to give you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. And to show something in between that dreadfully awful 20-year gap. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the next one's on today, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I'm, Which I'm, I can't I'm... watch till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Mo- but... Money will not be interested in this show at no. all. No. No. I'm surprised you wanted to watch Violent Night last night. No, I'm I'm, I'm amazed. I sounds I've reeled Sal back into the horror realm. Her favourite horror is Asian horror. But uh, yeah, no, looking forward to that. Uh, continuing, seeing where they go with it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, All right. should we uh, call that a, a day for today? Yeah. yeah, my lips kept flapping for about half an hour. I think that'll do. <laughs> 
All right, folks. Well, that's it for us today. So we'll catch up with you next time, I guess. Cheers. I've got a nice chat with you, mate. Yeah, nice chat with you too. Don't darken my doorway again. <laughs> Until next week. I will. With more <laughs> fried ghosts. All right. So long, mate. Before we go, we bring you our fuck chat, fuck chat, fuck chat, fact check segment. Here, with the benefit of hindsight... And editing. ...we can own up to our mistakes. Martin, just for clarification, when you said Monterey, you actually meant Monterey Park, East Los Angeles, not the seaside town in Northern California by Carmel. Right. Just for clarification. Wasn't really a mistake. It was just a bit short. Try not to enjoy yourself too much. Well... In your big correction of Louis, ah, ah, I need to correct you there. Yeah. Millie Bobby Brown is an English actress, but she was born in Marbella, Malaga, Spain, before moving to Bournemouth, UK, then Florida, and then to Los Angeles. Exactly what I was trying to say, but you just rushed through. What could I do? <laughs> well, I stand corrected for you. And finally, I think you were referring to cordyceps? On The Last of Us. On The Last of Us. Yes. Not Coprophiliac, which is the enjoyment of sexual activity with feces. <laughs> no, indeed. I just want to know where your mind was at. <laughs> Certainly not there. <laughs> Believe me, I wouldn't want that fungus at all. The last of us human centipede. No. Right, see you next week. Bye. Bye.